Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. Big up, Jordan. Big up, Lee. And big up, James. Hope everyone is all good and well. The Europa League first leg fixture against Sporting has just been played. We're recording this a couple hours, or I say a couple, a few hours after the game ended in a 2-2 draw. We went 1-0 up, they went 2-1 up, and we got a goal back to make it 2-2 before the second leg next Thursday at the Emirates, 8pm. And we're going to get into it all. We're going to get into it all, and I'm going to go straight to Lee Judges, who's over there in Portugal right now. Um, what's the weather like over there, Nice. It's been very nice today, nice and sunny. We actually left in in snow. Um, we had to sit on the um, in the in the aeroplane for four hours. Four hours. What was the it today? I heard about this. What was it? Yeah, so we had to stay in there for four hours, um, waiting for the deicer to come around. Now, can you believe this? Gatwick, oh. right, has only got one deicer in the whole. <laughs> ridiculous. I, I actually can. I, I can. can. It's incredible, like you know what I mean. So we had to wait for that to come round. Um, and when, uh, you know, so you imagine it like you've got to sit there for four hours. We were sitting there, and then we then we got a, a three-hour journey. But when they when they um, they come and do the de-icing of the um, the wings and that, they have to turn off the air conditioning. So you're, you're for an hour, you're in this plane, and you're now sweating like anything. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was it was an incredible. It was a, it weren't the best of experiences. I have to say, like you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, and then we, you know, but. As it happens, by the time they come round the DIS, all the snow would melt. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was a ridiculous waste of time. But they still had to do it because just in case it happened, they, oh, you know. But uh, anyway, we've got all that on film. I'm sure you'll love that, though. You know, so, I, I would have loved wow. that. Yeah, so very what exciting. What a watch that will be. Yeah, it'd be a fantastic. It'd be like the old, uh, be like the tactical show, wouldn't it? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what enough. seems you to sleep the quickest? You know what I mean? Hey, well the tactical show wins by a by a day. There no, but in our defence, we do it in half an hour. He took four <laughs> hours of filming. So, oh no, it was it was you know it was it was tough. Though. I got to say it was tough. But listen, it was uh, we had a great trip over here, and and I got to say the game was a very good game. I don't know, did you watch it, Jordan? But I'm just saying, like you know, it was a good game, though. 
yesterday but Chile. Yeah. It was a good game. It was a good game. I thought I like how, I like how everyone goes silent to actually find that if Jordan. Yeah. I know, I know. Everyone thinks <laughs> yeah. actually I'm thinking. Actually, I did. <laughs> what did you make of Tierney's performance? Don't try it. Don't try <laughs> it. Don't try it. <laughs> Listen, I, I, understand. I don't know if you've got the news over there, but a few of them were ill over here. Ulugal apparently travelled and uh, wasn't fit enough to make it. Vieira apparently um, was touch and go whether he could play or not. Uh, and of Basically course, Chile know, didn't... the carrier pigeon hadn't arrived yet, so appreciate that bit of insight. No, I don't know if you knew that, if you was hearing that over there or not. I don't because you know. Um, we, we, you know, we, we, we're so busy over here. We didn't know, like, you know what I mean? But what we was, we was told that um, Ulugard had travelled, but um, weren't fit enough to play. I don't know if he come back home or he's come home with a team or whatever. I don't know what what happens here. Well, apparently, um, Odegaard ill, Tierney ill, and um, Fabio Vieira had to. He couldn't do media duties or something because he had a really bad throat, but was able to play. So yeah, something's gone wrong. Is that all right? So I don't know if they go straight back home or, or, you know, because when you're on a plane, that's when you, it spreads a little bit more, doesn't it? Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? So I hope we don't have that going into the Fulham game. But uh, all in all, I've got to say, I thought it was a good game. We just got the, the, the big problem for me now, and it's becoming an issue with me now, is this defending. Again, far too many chances given away again today. Um, but, uh, and... I don't know how you guys see it from, but I, I, I was disappointed with that today. Like, you know, we're so open, but it does make it for an entertaining game. So, you know, uh, you know, and I, I suppose at the end of the day, um, a 2 2 wasn't a bad result. Fair result, I'd say. Yeah, I thought fair. I thought fair. Yeah. yeah and on the open thing, I think it was open because our passing was so poor that we was giving it away and, and finding ourselves um, short on, on the counter attack. That was, that was the main reason behind the space they had, in my opinion. I've said it on my interview, probably the poorest um, showing of passing I've seen from us all season. Mm. Yeah. Very sloppy. Mm. Very sloppy. Um, usually we like to start with the positives, but we've already gone into the negatives and uh, and a 2-2 draw. Um, there is some positives to take for sure from that because we're still in the ascendancy. We should still get the job done at home. But there is also the negatives, and we talked about conceding goals on the last show, and we've conceded a couple more in poor fashion as well. If I'm honest with you, I mean, let's start with let let's start with our goal. I I, I think that's probably the best place um, to 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 start it with. If I'm honest, Jordan, talk to us first and foremost. Um, <coughs> opening half and and going one nil up. Yeah, a positive start. Um... I thought we deserved to take the lead, um, first of all. Um, I don't think we had the energy. This might be because we're in the back end of the season now, but we're not having the energy at the start of games that we had in the first, I think, 15 or so games of the season, um, where every game we were just like, it was like, wow, we were on it. I didn't see that in this particular match. Um, the atmosphere didn't really help. I, I, I often wonder in European games if players like playing against a vociferous and loud opposition because it kind of gets you going. It's kind of something to push back against. But when the, when the sporting fans aren't, you know, on it, on it, on it, um, if that just kind of makes you play a little bit flat, I didn't think we were particularly, particularly um, aggressive in that first opening period. But I thought we deserved to take the lead. Um, decent goal, decent goal. Um, uh, I think the second goal that we scored when we were 2-1 down, 
um, was lucky. Was very very lucky. Um, uh, it was very lucky. We we can't deny it. it was that that luck that goal was pure pure fortune. But I think on the basis of our play, I think we deserve the draw. Um, but I think as Lee said, we're all probably going to say it. The defending is concerning. We're just letting. In, it's not even that we're letting in too many goals. We're letting in too many chances. Yeah. Way too many chances. I'm telling you, if we continue to defend like this, we're not going to win the league. We are we are literally wishing the league away and the Europa League away. You can't win the Europa League or the Premier League and defend like that. I am watching games now and I genuinely don't have faith in us keeping clean sheets. And that's not a good place to be. That's not a good place to be. Um, we're meant to be closing in now on the back end of the, of the season. And I should be confident that my team can keep a clean sheet. We might not, but I should be confident that we can. And I'm not. And it's concerning. And if we don't sweat it out quickly, Turkish, we're going to finish second. We're going to City will. They'll, they'll, we can't let in the amount of chances we're letting in, and goals we're letting in, and, <clears throat> and maintain this lead. We just can't do it. Yeah. So it's concerning. Um, just briefly on the goal that they scored, but I thought both goals that we let in were poor, poor. really, really poor. Just cheap mm-hmm. goals. The first goal, um, Kivior. I don't think I don't know what he was doing. It looked, looked like he ducked or tried to get out of the way. I don't know what he was doing there. And the second goal, the guy that's assisted it has gone through two players very easily. And as he's kind of cut it across, or he's kind of shot across, the guy that's ended up scoring it has beaten two another two players to the ball. Just a poor, poor, just cheap, shitty goals that we need to stop. Otherwise, we're, gonna, we're not going to win this league. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not over. It's, it's halfway, 2-2. I'd have taken that, if it offered that me pre-game. But the wider problem is... We're just, we're just, we're not, we're not solid. And I think at this point in the season, it's a massive concern. Well, I mean, you, you say it's more so the chances we're, we're conceding than the goals, but we, we conceded a fair few goals. I mean, two, two mm. against Bolton, um, two against Villa, two against Bournemouth, three against City. I think we've had two clean sheets in the last 10, 11 games. If I'm but not it, but, but it wouldn't be so bad Turkish if Lisbon scored two goals but had three chances. Yeah, they yeah, had four. Yeah. They had four or five chances. Do you know what I mean? Well, they, also, they they had the best chance before we scored our goal. I, I mean, agree. That, that's oh, yeah. all over the top halfway line. The guy yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. goal cuts in sure. very easily. If I'm honest with you, Saliba kind of commits himself far too eagerly and gave him the option to cut in, which was the better option for him. And it was just a poor, poor finish from the the sporting player. And listen on on our goal. I mean, beautiful corner from Vieira. Beautiful corner from Vieira. And I guess. He for me would be one of the positives if I'm looking at performances today. Yeah. Could be better, don't get me wrong, but uh, you know I actually enjoy seeing Vieira play and and his set pieces we already know about. And that corner was beautiful, was put into a perfect perfect area, and Saliba nodded it in. I mean that you know there was a bit of ruckus with with Zinchenko after, and upon watching the replay. I'm surprised it wasn't ruled out because um, it was a foul, and I and I actually thought it would be ruled out if they was to check it on VAR. I actually don't know if they did check it on VAR, but whether they did or didn't, the you know, VAR was if he threw out because Martinelli got a yellow card for something Xhaka did um, later on in the game, and the referee seemed pretty clueless throughout. But that kind of goes without saying nowadays in terms of in terms of referees, not just not just in England, but in the Europa League it seems as well. But yeah, James, um, we watched mm. it together. You was on the information station. I was on the match day live sofas. Um, first half, talk to us. We, we, you know, we we started by conceding a big chance to them. They didn't score. We capitalized. Went one nil up. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, weird because I, I kind of thought we were good value for that one nil lead. Um, I mean, did, weren't doing anything special, uh, but then the momentum sort of swung. They got their goal, then they had a few chances. Thought Marcus Edwards looks good. Uh, looked looked good. Looked bright for them. I'll be honest. I, I, I will talk about the the game <coughs> slightly bigger picture, not just the first half. Sorry to ignore your question, but um, I, I get the the fears about the defending. And look, I was calling it out in a four nil win after Everton. So trust me, I'm I'm on board with the whole we're conceding too many chances thing. Um, but whether I'm actually worried about it long term, I think that's something that Arteta's never neglected. You know, he came in, he signed a lot of centre-backs at the club. Gabriel Kivior, Rob Holding, New Deal, Ben White, uh, Pablo Mari. He signed a lot of defenders, Tommy Asu. Um, so I actually am confident that he will address it. While it's not looking good, it's not been a trend of the season. Um, sometimes goals dry up and sometimes you you go through a spell of leaking a few. I mean, look, set-piece is a big part has, of that. I mean, Has it been a trend post-World Cup? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Post-World Cup, we've conceded far too many goals. Um but but again, I know that feels like a long time, but it feels like it's all kind of come quite quickly, come and gone quite quickly that period since the start of the World Cup. Um, so it's a weird one. But then having said that, we've still been scoring a lot of goals, and that's without Gabby Jesus. Um, so I yeah, I, I'm not I'm not I wouldn't say I'm not worried about it, but I sort of just trust that they will know and will address it. I mean, we went something like, you know. 25, 28 games last season in the league without conceding a goal from a corner, you know, and that's and, and this season we've been far more susceptible to it. So I kind of believe that the people are there to do. I also believe that you can't be great at everything all the time. I think the last in, in a lot of recent games, the task has been has been breaking teams down. Can you break Bournemouth down? Can you break Everton down twice? By the way, home and away. Can you break Brentford down? Um, who else have we played? There's, there's been one or two others that were similar, and. Oh no, Man City didn't really count. But I think my point is, I think the focus has been on Arsenal trying to score goals, attack while they've missed Jesus. They've been integrating Trossard and all this. And we've just been a bit more open at the back. So hopefully they strike that balance. That's why I was so praising of the Leicester win. Of all of them, that 1-0 win was by far mm. the least like exciting of the wins we've had. 4-0 Everton, 3-2 Bournemouth. But it was one I was just... A 4-2 Villa. So one I was just easily the most impressed by in, in terms of the way we just controlled every element of that game. So hopefully we, so we can get, that wasn't that long ago. Hopefully we can get back to that. And um, I think we'll be okay. I didn't think the performance was bad today. I really didn't. It wasn't our scintillating pest. Um, we didn't create loads of chances, but we created a fair few. We could easily have scored a third or fourth today. Um, and we did fine. And they could have had a third or fourth and all to play for at the Emirates. I think it's a good point James makes there, Turkish, in that it wasn't a brilliant performance, but it wasn't bad. It's a two-legged European tie. If you can go to an away game in the first leg and play a six out of ten and come back with a draw, you kind of take that. Yeah. If that if that's as bad as it's going to get for us, I'll take that. Um, I'm I'm just kind of got my Premier League head on half as well. I'm just yeah, thinking is it is there a, is there a crossover between performances? But no, in, if you look at it as a European tie. You take that. You go in there. You come out with a draw. They've got, I think, two of their key players suspended for the second yeah. leg. I think Coates and I think Paulinho is the other one. The, so you, you, if we can't win win that game at home, we don't deserve to go through. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And Sporting is, you know, not an easy place to go to. Um, it was never disrespect when we was talking about rotating the team. We were just confident in the squad um, now more than ever in the last few years. 
But, you know, there's a pattern here. Everyone wants to talk about defence and conceding goals. So let's talk about the corner kick that led to Sporting's first goal because Jordan's already mentioned it with Kivior. And don't get me wrong, 100%, you know, we, we have to look at Kivior there and wonder why. My initial reaction was, what is this guy doing? But as I watched it again and again, I just thought to myself, well, Turner must have made a shout to him. He must have made a shout because as the ball's coming in, Turner takes two steps forward. Mm-hmm. Or ducks and kind of not necessarily ducks, he kind of just flinches under underneath the ball. Turner takes two steps back, and then Martinelli obviously lost his man in that moment, and they go get their goal. But if you look at the overall picture when that corner was coming in, not one single Arsenal player jumped. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen that from a corner. Maybe I haven't been paying close attention. Not one single Arsenal, and I'm not going to say that worries me, but what I will say is. That confused me because even if you're not going to get the ball, jumping can, you know, ruin the, the the eyesight of the person behind you or the opposition player behind you and cause issues in that regard. No one jumped. And out of everything in that corner, I think that was the worst thing for me. I know everyone's focusing on the Kivio thing and I get that. But like I said, Kivio, um, Turner, Martinelli, and in general, everyone in that box, what was they actually doing? Lee, um, you, you, everyone knows you was at the game. What did you make of it? Because I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it back yet. But no, funny enough, we were just in the in the bar in the hotel, and I just put it on, and we sort of said, "Oh, we won't watch it." But um, I, I'm, I'm getting a bit worried about our, our, our set pieces now. Very, very vulnerable. Like you know, Bournemouth just uh, a week ago, free header really coming in and, and scoring against us. You know, with with two 0 down there, and and today's one. I think like what I see of it, it looked like a uh, Turner. Perhaps was a little bit of fault. I'm not going to go too mad about that there because they're too new. They're not normally in the unit of playing every game, like so. Maybe they've just just lost their little bit of concentration or something. I don't know, like you know what I mean. But we've we've. I, I just feel with our general defending at this moment in time. What worries me, I don't know if you noticed it, is that when they conceded that goal and the second goal, there's an acceptance. I, I, I don't like that. Like going back to. Yeah, years ago, uh, I remember it being at Sheffield United um, when we lost one nil, and where we was at Sheffield United was right behind the goal, and they they scored from a set piece, and everybody just went mm, all right, just picked the ball up and went. But there was no accountability and all that like man, like the, the the second goal, for instance, he's parried it out. There's three players around. If you ever look at that, when the ball goes in, I think I counted seven Arsenal players, seven Arsenal players in the box to their two, and they've scored. You know, come on, guys, that is not good enough and, and doesn't show a desire and a hunger to defend. Yeah. And then when the goal goes in, there's an except, oh, well, you know what I mean? But, and Jordan's right, what we said earlier on, oh, well, we'll score again. We're score, we, we can score again, which we did, but there's going to be a time when we're not mm-hmm. and it's going to cause us problems, you know. I, I want to see us be a bit more aggressive with our defending. I know, I'm not saying not shouting and screaming, I'm making, making things happen. I watched, uh, who was it I watched the other day? I think it was the Bournemouth game. I think, you know, all right, they lost in the end, but they were throwing their bodies on the line. And uh, now I'll tell you, it was today. It was today when Martinelli went through. He, 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 fantastic run, but, you know, and, and then the, the, the fella made a diving tackle on him right at the end there. It's got up and which giving it and all that. Like, when, when, you know, the, there's a hunger with their defending. I don't see that with Arsenal at the minute. I don't know why it's not there. And, and it worries me a little bit, you know. And that corner today... It just sort of like, oh, well, 
let's um, let's 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 go up the other end and we might score and all that. I don't want to see that. I want to see like you know having a go at each other. You know, like <clears throat> a week ago or two weeks ago, Gabriel and Saliba having a little bit of go at each other because something. Got, I like that. That's what you want to see because you want to be as a defender. It's like. A clean sheet's like scoring goals for a striker. You want to want as many as you can. I don't think that we've got that desire to keep clean sheets at this moment in time. And I'm sorry if we don't buckle up on that. And I'll tell you what, <clears throat> the greatest thing ever, because I've just been on Twitter just before coming, I've just seen M- Mikel has mentioned it, hasn't he? He has said, we, 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 you know, we've got to defend better. So I'm Jeffrey glad he has... Well. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they're highlighting it. So, you know, it, it, because... When you win, you can win can cover up a thousand sins, can't it? Like you know what I mean. Like, but we need to address this and make sure it don't happen going into the game against Fulham. Because now I'm going into the game against Fulham, thinking, oh, we've to win to to beat Fulham on Sunday. I think we've got to score two goals because we're going to concede a goal. You you, you know, if you're going to be winning titles and all that, like that, that's not the way to be going. Oh, well, you know, we're going to concede two goals. We've got three. Our record in the last few games, as you say, like two against. Bournemouth, Bournemouth, come on, two against Bournemouth, two tonight, three against City, two against Aston Villa. These are sides that, taking away Manchester City, are not really like the best teams in Europe or the best teams in the league, and they're yeah. getting two goals against us. It's a big worry, boys. Am, am I right in saying Anana's goal for Everton was a corner? Was that a corner yes. as well? It was, uh, it, it was... It, um, it, it, Tarkovsky scored, wasn't it? Yeah, Tarkovsky. Sorry, Tarkovsky, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was from a set it, so that was a corner. One. Brentford's was a set piece. Long ball into the box. They don't Brentford, deal with it. Yeah, Brentford. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Bournemouth. So there's three. Um, what was the game before? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ashton Villa, um, did they get one from no, the set Villa piece? Wasn't no, Villa wasn't the set piece. Yeah, look, it, it, it is, it's frustrating. Um, but like I said, I sort of trust the people involved to sort it out. And, and I'm with you, Turkish. That Kivior one. It's so funny because it's one extreme to the other. It's either awful from him or completely understandable. And what I mean by that is if Turner's giving you a shout, like he's got to listen to his keeper because yeah. what he, he's, he's clearly trying to get out of the way for his keeper to claim if he's heard a shout. But if he hasn't heard a shout, then it's, it's like, and I don't mean to be rude, he's a new guy, he's, he's young. And I, just thought he had, I thought he did some nice things today, by the way. I actually don't think yeah. it was a bad performance. Um, I thought he started the game really well. But if he has just ducked, it's un, it's actually under 10 stuff. Like yeah. it's, oh, I don't want to hit the ball. Oh, that came in a bit quick, didn't it? Oh, you know, it, 
and I, I can't believe that that's surely not what it is. I'm one, I'm 99.9% sure he didn't go, oh, God, no thanks. Like it, it must have just been because even then, even if you don't think you're going to get to the ball, defenders will just stand or a little hop or something. Like the fact that he actively went like this shows me that there must have been something from turning. You're right, that step forward and then retreating back wasn't great either. So, I will also say on the on the sporting goals, I know we're talking about from the Arsenal perspective, and don't get me wrong, the defending on that set piece was awful, but there's also a degree of well played to sporting. Like their ball into the box was really good, yeah, and the header was really good. And then that second goal, I know that you said they were awful, Jordan, but that pass from Marcus Edwards, that reverse pass in between two players, if Odegaard does that, we're going, magician, you know, he's picked a lot, that's brilliant. And for the, for the second goal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 2v4. Two, two I know that the part, it was a very good pass, granted, but it's essentially two players against four of ours. They shouldn't, I get it. They shouldn't I, be getting through, but it was a good pass, yeah. I look, 100%. I just think, and, 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 you know, if Eddie were there to tap it in, we'd have gone, oh, alert. You know, it, I'm not saying it's not bad. It is. But I just think in any goal you concede, there's always errors. Like, in every single goal we've ever conceded, there will have been an error in there. And I think to a degree... Sporting also showed quality in their goals, and yeah, yeah. and you know, and and it, it is what it is. That's why I think two two was a fair result because I didn't come away going, oh, if we just defended better, we'd have won that game. I came away going, no, they they more than deserved their thing from that game, and we got our bit too. Yeah, I mean, this, in regards to the second goal, now, yeah, we had players in the box, but I look at Saliba and Ben White for that because, as a defender, especially a modern day defender, you have to you, you have to be preemptive with your thoughts. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And you know, the, the 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 player that scored, I forgot, I forgot who it was, but he he got him he he got in between them both. And I know, you know, someone said it on stream. You know, it happened very quickly. Yeah, it did happen very quickly. But that's part of a defender's job to think, where's the danger? I, I, I'm nowhere near. The attacker with the ball at the moment that's about to take the shot, but where can I position myself to? Yeah. Do that? You know, th- there isn't a yeah. follow up to it, and they both failed in that regard. Can so I give some? Po- sorry, oh, no, gosh, you go, well, I'll just go. say just, just a couple of positives on the defensive front were just before that goal was scored, Saliba with a brilliant clearance. Remember when they they uh switch they crossed it low across the box and he did really well oh, yeah, to get yeah. across and scoop yeah. it out. It's kind of a shame because that'll be forgotten amongst the fact that he didn't do great on the goal. But I actually thought he had a really I thought he had a really good performance overall, Saliba. Um, don't know if the goal gave him confidence, but I thought he looked like as comfortable on the ball as he's been for a while. And I thought his one-on-one defending. There were moments like when he was pulled out of position, don't get me wrong, it wasn't perfect, but I thought he did quite well. But I also thought Tommy Asu's cameo was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um I thought he came on and the more I watch him, the more I'm thinking. He is a left back. Like he does the Zinchenko coming inside thing better than he does the overlapping like Ben White thing, if you know what I mean. Which is why it wouldn't surprise me if we go for a right back in the summer rather than a left back if Tierney were to leave. I think you might just see Tommy Asu as the solution. Oh, we were linked to the right back in January, right? The young Of course, one. Fresneda, yeah. 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 Gordon, you was about to mention something about Saliba. Yeah, no, it sounds a bit harsh now that James just praised him there, but I, I'm... I get the whole he's a young defender. I, I don't, the age thing shouldn't really matter because when we praise him, we did praise him hard. Best defender in Europe. We gassed him up pre World up. We've got to call him out for when it goes wrong. Um, I'm holding him to the same standards. I, I, that second goal, I think he's got to do better. 
I, I agree with James. I think overall the game, I thought he had a good game, but that that can't happen. That can't happen. And he's learning, and I get all that. I'm not. I'm not bashing the guy, but I looked at that and thought, mm, that's not good. That's not good defending. Um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to learn from that because his, his post World Cup form. All right, you could put it down to you know he, he hit a very good high pre World Cup, and maybe he's kind of just come down to a normal level as a young guy that's learning. But I've, I've, I'm, I'm not, I'm not having a lot of his, his performances post World Cup. I think he's been mm, concerning. Bless you, Lee. What was the, what was the thought process when the second goal did go in in, in the stadium? What was the atmosphere like? Well, it's a very strange atmosphere because I don't know if you know, there's a lot of empty seats there, like because yeah. a lot of the um, fans are protesting because of the high ticket pricing, so they didn't yeah. go. And also, I don't know if you noticed, it wasn't. It was like it filled up halfway through because there was a, a train um, broke down or something, and there was loads of like, loads of Arsenal fans didn't get there till at least twenty minutes into the game. But when we went two one down, there was a, a a sense of like, oh well, we need to we need to um, do something special. Here. I always felt that. I don't know if you felt that that we always looked like we might score. We always looked quite good on the, yeah. the attack. So it's what I, I mean. I, I don't think we played badly. Like I, I thought. No, no, I don't no. Think we I, were I don't think we loads of chances, but I, I also think there was a degree of we were in second gear. If that makes sense. I yeah, I, 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 I get that. I think that we felt that we could step up, and probably we did. Got a bit fortunate with the goal. I felt then that we we was more likely to win the game, and then there was a spell of about 10, 15 minutes towards the end where it was it was too. It was like a basketball game. It could have either gone either way, and I think then I think that's why. Mikel brought on Thomas Party to get the back the um you know right. like the control of the game and probably go okay we're we're settled for a two two which by by any stands in a European game if you're playing knockout football is not bad away from home it gives us the chance now especially without you know you, these are sort of going when you draw two two away you probably wished it was away goals but like there ain't away goals so it's just a straight slog out now for for and we've got home advantage and uh, I think that we'll probably get the job done. But um, I, I, I like the way we responded from from the guy. I, I felt that you know you're right. They should have been one nil up in the great run. But, you know, done everything apart from finish. You know, yeah. then we got into the game. Martinelli should have scored in the second half as well. Like, I don't really know what happened. He was clean through, uh, not the great run one. He was. He, he, he did he chip the goalkeeper. I don't really know what happened. It was, there, save. Really. It, was great, it was actually a great save in my opinion. Was it? You know, I mean, from where we see it, we just we've just all everybody was jumping up thinking it was a goal because it looked like it was a goal. But I felt when we went two one down, there was a good response, you know. And I look, yeah, I look at it today, and I think um, it's. A, I don't know about you, I feel a bit strange. You know, the Bournemouth game. I, I, I even though we was two 0 down, I felt we was playing well. It's a funny old fit, and I felt that today, even though we was two one down, I thought, no, we'll come back. And then when we scored, I thought maybe we go on and win three two. But um, but we didn't. Uh, Jordan's always made the point over the year, over the, the sort of last six to eight months. If you can't win the game, don't lose it. And mm. I think that we've done that in the end. There was mm. a thing we could have lost that game as well today, guys, and come away, you know, being a little bit a uh, um, worrying situation um, when you go because when you're a goal down and it gives the the, other, the opposition, you know. Dare I say it, like AC Milan last night, it gives them that incentive just to defend deep and, yeah. you know, make sure it don't. So I think that, mm. you know, um, being level is, 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 it's got to be in our favour. But um, 
I thought it was a. I, I, I thought it was a really, really good game. I thought we played really well. There were some very, very good um, things to look at. I thought Martinelli today caused problems. I think that you have to say that, for me, it's a good thing today. I don't think Saka was at his best today, but we still look like we can open teams up and things like that. So I think there's there's positives to take from today. Um, we haven't lost. Um, and we, we do look like we can score at any time at times. I know that sounds fair. We've got a couple of goals today, but it... Everybody looks like they may contribute with a goal. Today, it was Saliba that come along. You know, like uh, Saturday, it was Reese Nelson, who, by the way, started off like a train, I thought, first 25 mm. minutes. Yeah. Uh, but then he faded, obviously, match fitness and all that. Like, Listen, I, I felt it was good that Smith Rowe come on and got some some minutes in there. I can tell we got locked in for uh, 30 minutes after the game. They don't let you out. And, and Smith Rowe and uh, Partey come out and done an extra bit. And I can tell you what, Smith Road, they put the fella put him through it, put him through it. He could hardly walk when he walked off that pitch, you know. What really? I mean? like, so, you know, the, 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 we're getting a couple of players back fit, but I do think we we lack that little cutting edge up front, you know. What I mean, like, dare I say it, we missed missed a little bit of Eddie today, like someone that can just play that role. Um, I don't know what's going on with him, has kept that very, very quiet. But but that's the other thing, guys, is that we've, we're without Jesus, without Eddie and without Trossard, the, the players that can play number nine, we still look like we can score goals with three players that would all be in that mm. team if oh. if they weren't injured. So there were pluses for me. Well, there were pluses. That's I a huge... You... Go now, go on, John. I keep in touch. I, 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 I told you to play Saka. I knew he'd start Saka. Yeah, you did say that. I yeah. knew he'd start Saka. He's playing Saka every game he can. And I'm not... Look, it's, it's, we can say this now because Saka didn't break his leg or pull a hamstring, so it's fine. I would, maybe I wouldn't say this if he had, but I'm not actually mad at it. I'm not actually mad that he played that he played Saka because his thinking must be, you're young enough to play these games. I think he said it in an interview recently as well, the best players in the world play 50, 60, 70 games a season. So he has to get used to playing 50, 60, 70 games a season. He has to get used to it. If you want to be the best winger in the world, that they're the numbers of games you've got to play. So I'm not, he's just getting his body maybe used to playing twice a week. Now, look, the back end of the season, if he burns out, people will be saying, oh, it's because he played that away game in, in, in Lisbon. I personally won't. I'm, I'm, he's in the groove. Let, let the boy play. Um, and just on the point about Eddie and Ketia, I need to know now what's going on there. That's two games now. I, I need I need to, do we know, or do we know what's going on there? Reminds me of the Tommy Asu one. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we not, don't know because he's, it's game to game. Maybe it's just a case of he'll be back on Sunday. But at least tell us why he was out in this game. I don't mind if he misses games, but just tell us why. Uh, okay. When, when, when I don't hear why, I'm like... Mm. Arsenal and Arteta are very quiet about very weird things. Like, mm. why don't just tell us why Eddie's... But it was the same with Tommy Asu. Yeah. He was out for months. Ages. But like, yeah. we were being told he was weeks away for months. For months it was couple of weeks or whatever you know. then next thing you know he's kind of back in april that was a that was all very very weird as well um so yeah i'm not i'm not really sure what's going on there even with trossard like i've not really seen it confirmed anywhere how long it could possibly be when you ask him about jesus he goes well he's, he's not close but he's not far <laughs> we were talking about, yeah, what, was all that about <laughs> what is it tell us <laughs> i don't know why but i don't know what like what is it so the opposition are not sure whether to expect Eddie 
or Tomiyasu at left back. Like, what's I mean, the, with, I, with, with, with all due respect, we're not talking about Messi or bloody Lewandowski here. I, I don't think the opposition are going to be too concerned about any Ketia. Yeah, talking about Jesus, by the way, because over here we was getting we was getting rumours that he was that he travelled, um, and he, he, you know he could actually. No, he play did travel. Home. He did travel, but they just want him around the group, and I think it will be part of the warm down and stuff and all that. He's not. He never come down. He never. He wasn't wasn't the warm down afterwards or nothing like that. So we was all saying oh, we said we might see him. That. Didn't even see him. So what was the point in being there if that was the case? No one see him. No one see him. I didn't, I didn't see him at the game. I didn't see him on the bench. He wasn't. You know. Um, but there was all these rumours going around. It was quite exciting, if I'll be honest, that he was like, um, he was out here and, and he was going to play. And then all of a sudden, like, nothing. And, it, you know, it was a little bit of a, can I can I say it really? It was, it was a little bit disappointed that he wasn't because we'd sort of been hyped up with all these photos and everything. You know, is he going to play Sunday then? Is that the reason? I don't know. I, I think I think you're all getting... I th- it's not your I've, fault I've, I've hearing rumours, but I, I don't. Well, I never heard anything like there's no talk around us here in London that well, we might be seeing Jesus. Like, obviously, on the starting 11 show, we'll talk about the main talking topics, and I don't think Jesus came up once. I mean, I don't think there was any expectation that. I mean, Turkish and I did the live show, and we, we theorized that he might be early on a bench one day, or he might get a couple minutes in the last two games before the international break, but. I never really thought he was going to be getting any didn't minutes. He, did, didn't he just start training like a few days ago? It's been a couple uh, weeks now. I think they're keeping that quiet as well. I think he's actually been playing. I mean, the way he's charging around, getting you know mauled by Thomas Partey. Like I think if you've seen that photo go around, you'll know. Like I think you know they are. Like I think he's well and truly playing football now. Um, yeah. but they're just taking their time. Last week, there. Last week there was not necessarily photos of Jesus, but he was in the background of some of the training photos, which started you know, the rumours and a bit of the hype. This week, they brought out the photos of him actually training. training and like yes. I said to James in, in the live the other day, I feel like next Thursday against Sporting, 20, 30 minutes. Next Sunday against Crystal Palace, 20, 30 minutes. 11-day international break. And then you, he starts the Leeds game. That's just how I predict it's going to go. Mm. But... For Anfield, I'd like to at least get him yeah. a, a few minutes, to say the least, under his belt. Um, can we can we give Arsenal some credit? In, in fairness, though, for playing twelve of the twenty six league games without Gabriel Jesus, you know, yeah, and, and getting ourselves in the position we're in, and you know, okay, we've run out of the FA Cup to City, and and we've had this game against Sporting, so there's not really been much else to focus on. But you know, we've had to go into some big games without a key player, and you know. Upon Jesus' return, let's say it is Thursday next week, we could we'll, we'll be at worst we'll be a win away at home from progressing to the next round and still ahead of Man City. You know, as Jesus returns, that I mean, that's really good work from everyone. Um, and he's he's really crucial for us because I think what we've missed with him is that kind of guile and that you know the way like I think Arsenal ranked for. I think Jesus, Saka, Martin were up there for like the highest dribblers in Europe's top five leagues like around, you know, around the time the World Cup started. Because one of the things Arsenal did so well was there's there's breaking a team down by playing really good football and, and pass and move. And then there's, I'm just going to run around three of you. <laughs> and when I run around three of you, there's only six of you left or whatever. Like, you know, there's, I think there's that 
unpredictability that Jesus brings yeah. that we've really missed. And while everyone's done really well to, you know, pick the lock and, and you know, find the pieces to the puzzle to, to break teams down, Jesus is the kind of player that goes, yeah, I'm going to faint this way, then that way, and I've taken two of you out, and the game opens up, and we're going to score. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to having him back. I think he could be a massive boost for us. Yeah, I, I think you're right to to give credit for the for the twelve games that he's been missing because I know when when he got injured how I was feeling about it and how I felt in January we really need to do something to to to, to stay in the ascendancy or in the title race conversation. But credit to Eddie who hit the ground running up front. Credit to Arteta and the team who brought in Trossard because he's played his part over the last few weeks as well. But now they're both out too. It, <laughs> poses the problem for Sunday and we're going to get into Sunday oh, unlucky, isn't it yeah exactly all, all three of our potential strikers are out at the moment but and, and Smith Rowe not fully fit so that's like a fourth player in the front three I know Smith Rowe's been getting minutes but you just know he's not fully ready yet but anyway fair enough I, I was anyway. actually surprised to see Vieira leading the line for us today when the substitutions were made mm. um which is something different Strange that one wouldn't it yeah something different I guess We've seen we've seen we've seen Emil Smith Rowe play up front for us as well mm. um, in the Europa League. I think it was was it against Villarreal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. semi final. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's it's, it's definitely Come not on. ideal. And to just going back to the game and and you know two two being a fair result, we was a whisker away from you know losing that game in my opinion because when we went two one down, Porto, I mean Sporting went you know, straight through again a few minutes later. Should have scored. And it was should've a poor, poor finish. He should have scored. I mean, yeah, Kivio done well to, to, to get back, but really and truly the the the, the player should have buried that and it would have been three one and that three one I don't I didn't see us getting back into the game. I know we've talked about creating chances and whatnot, but even the goal we scored to make it two two luck. Hundred yeah, yeah, percent luck. Yeah. There's nothing else to it but luck that goal. I mean even you know the deflection itself and then it nested him right into the corner of the goal, leaving the keeper no chance. I mean, essentially, I feel like, you know, we was lucky to get back into it. We deserved, you know, we deserved to to finish 2-2, but, you know, whisker away from potentially losing that game. And like Lee said, you lose the first game, teams will set up to stifle and, and you know, ruffle feathers in the second one to, to try and hold that lead. Anything else on yeah. the sporting game? Uh, actually, one more question from me. Do we go stronger next week against them next Thursday now? Depends on the Fulham game. Why? I think if we lose the Fulham game, um, I think Mikel Arteta will just... just. I think he'll bog off the Europa League, personally. I think he'll be like... Really? Nah. Uh, yeah. If Fulham beats us, I, think, I don't think you'll see Saka in the return leg. I don't think you'll see... Um, you might see one of our centre backs, either Saliba or Gabriel. Why is that? Uh, because surely he'd go if we've lost. It's like, oh, you know, this this Premier League's still in the balance. Like Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. 
Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Do we really want to throw away another competition? I, I, I think, although he's a winner, and that's why I, I was confident he would pick Saka and go strong-ish, and he wants to win every single game that Arsenal play in, I think... I'm just kind of speculating here, but I'm I'm guessing that if we lose on the weekend and City win on the weekend, it then feels like, okay, we've got a two-point lead, but nah, you have to go to City and they've got a better goal difference. I think he might double down on the, on, on the league. And I, I, so I personally think how he plays next week is determined by the result on the weekend. Um, uh, I don't I, think I, he's... He make a got, couple of changes. I think like, I think it does similar to what he's done tonight. I think, um, but it'd be like Holding coming in instead of uh, uh, and Gabriel be the two. So mm-hmm. Saliba dropping out. I, I, I maybe Saka gets a rest in this one. So I think that he, he'd do that. Like you know, um, I, I think that he'd keep keep it like it was. I just, I was a little bit surprised how strong he went for this one. I don't think it was. A, I thought he was quite. You know. Martin Elie and Saka both played. I didn't expect that. I expected one of them, not both. Um, obviously, his injuries kind of he kind of had to. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, Smith Rowe could have thrown into the to give him more extra minutes, but I, I think he felt like no, he, he he had 60 minutes the other day, so he needs to just get 20 and all that. Like, I think he's um, I've been quite encouraged by the way he, he seems to be dealing with, with this at this moment, Mikel. I don't think he's gone too over the top or too far one way or the other. I thought we got it just right today. And, and uh, you know, uh, uh, the good thing about it come next Thursday, we ain't got this travelling lark. I know it's fancy, but like, you know, the, the, I know they've gone straight back today. Like, um, you know, next week you can, uh, everybody will be on the, be there, ain't got to travel. So, I, I still think that it, it's very important to, to Mikel this game. I, I, I felt that with the, with the team selection today. I, I want him to go strong. And, I was, I said this on full time. I'm not digging out Ben White here. I appreciate the guy has a lot of yards to cover. And I actually said on full time, he probably registers more sprints a game than any other Arsenal player because of the way he always bombs up and down to help Saka. But I watched him at the end of the game. There are a few kind of moments where he put in some crosses that didn't quite get where they want. And his hands and his knees looking exhausted. And I was kind of thinking, and then and then the, the the usual kind of Twitter discussion started about Saka and White looking absolutely shattered and blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of thinking to myself, like, this is, you've actually played less football than a normal Champions League side would. I mean, Man City would have had to have gone quite strong in their Champions League group games. And they went further in the Carabao Cup and they're going further in the FA Cup. And there's no round of 32 like the Europa League normally would have. We're straight into the round of 16. So I don't want this whole, like, we have to, like, rest them for every single U- European or, or game that's not the Premier League. They've got to get used to playing a lot of football. I, I agree. Earlier mm. with Saka. Uh, but, but I mean, I mean the whole squad. Like, I don't want to get to the end of the season and go, oh, poor Ben White, he looks shattered, you know, all that European run. So what, what, what do you mean? This is just standard amount just, of just, just the way it should be. football in a season. And 
may, look, then then other things come into it. You know, the demands from Arteta, the high press, the it's other things, and I and I appreciate that, which is why, you know, I reserve a degree of judgment. But I think he should be able to go strong against Sporting. We've got three games in London: Fulham, Emirates, Emirates. Like, come on, yeah, they, they get back today. Then they got two games. There's a two days, and we play on Sunday in Fulham, and then it's two home games, and then it's a whole international break, and then they're back for another home game. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not two days though, is it? They won't get back to the morning. By the time they get home, it's they're flying back tonight. I know, but what time do they land? Yeah, okay, but uh, you know, fine. I, I, I hear your point, but largely, I mean, look, the the travel stress is not very big over the next two and a bit weeks. It's really I, not. And uh, and nor is, it's not like, and then it's Chelsea away on the weekend and then it's Liverpool. At her, like, it, with all due respect to these sides, it will be tough. I, of course they will be. Full of actually higher than Chelsea in the league. So yeah, I was going to say that as well. Yeah. 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 But, but, but my point is, it's not like, like nasty North uh, North London derby or, you know, these games that we're looking at this horrible fixture list. Like it's, they can play. The first team can play. Give him the minutes. Play, win your just, games. Just to be clear, to Curtis's question, I would go strong next week, regardless. I was just saying that I think Arteta will Maybe judge not. his team based on what happens against Fulham. Just linking to that tonight's game and the Fulham game. I don't want to do this whole every week is the pivotal week of the season, but this next three, this week I think is, is an interesting one because this is where the season becomes for me about squad depth. I said after the United win. Yeah. That our season starts from now because that was the first time I felt well the bookie said it as well it was the first time also we became favorites and that comes with different kind of pressure although we were head of city before the United game that win it was like oh oh no 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 we're actually the favorites and that brings a different kind of pressure but now it's about squad depth and how you use it because City haven't played this week they've got a game on the weekend we've got we've had a you know a toughish game uh, tonight we've got to go to Fulham who are a good team this is one of those games where you know I'm very big on performances. Some games in the season, I think performances you need, but good performances when you're top of the table equate to nine times out of ten winning the game. Sunday's not about that for me. Sunday's about it's one of those we just just get the win, just get through the game and get the win. Fulham are no joke, and I think if we drop points on the weekend, my concern will be that the narrative will be, uh oh, Arsenal in Europe, it's taking its toll. Players are. St- a, a little bit leggy, players aren't quite on it. And Fulham will be looking to respond after their after their defeat on Monday yeah. as well. So I'm really, really this this is this is a really big game in the sense that we just can't give City any incentive, any sniff that we're that, that we are slipping up. We've got to make City play their game ahead of us. They'll probably win their game. Watch our game on Sunday, hoping for a draw, drop points, and then oh. They've done it again. We've really got to find a way to win this game on the weekend because, like I say, Fulham are no joke. And unlike City, we're coming off the back of a of a, of a tough midweek game. So the boys have just got to find a way to win. The, I don't care about performances. Just win the game. You're allowed two or three performances for me over the course of a season when you win a title where you weren't that good. You might have been a bit lucky, but you got the win. This, for me, is one of those games. On to Fulham then, and, and, you know, we spoke about Trossard missing, Eddie missing, Odegaard being ill. Looking at the lineup we played tonight, I assume, well, not I assume, Ramsdale will come back in, Gabriel will come back in, and Thomas Partey will come back in. Yeah. Depending on Odegaard's health, um, Vieira would start in his place. But would that be the front three we go for against um, Fulham yeah. on Sunday, considering our options? Yeah. Lee? Yeah. Eddie's fit yeah. will actually go for Eddie. If 
Eddie with it. I think Nelson would drop back to the bench, but big hmm. if we don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, I think um, they keep the same. I, I don't think Smith Rowe is quite ready yet. You know, um, yeah, I forget Smith Rowe is an option. Yeah, of course. So, but he is an option. He's an option that can play. Which was strange for me today, where he was playing. I didn't really know where he was playing because I thought, like, if you're going to use him, you can use him as the option as the, the the false nine. But they didn't really play him there. He sort of played just behind the Vieira in the end. Um, but I look, I look at um, Smith Rowe. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Smith Rowe. I do like him as a footballer. But I, you can tell that he's one of these guys. Do you know, we've all played with players. You get players like that come back and they're naturally fit. And they come back straight away. And then there's players that take a few games. And that Smith Rowe's one of those that's going to take a few games to get back to his, to his sharpness. And you can see that he's been off of it a little bit, like, and he needs to be on on point. So I think that um, we need him. We need him. We do need him. Um, and and I think that uh, I'll be very very disappointed if he's not starting on Thursday in the, in the next game. I think he needs he needs a, a good real workout. But um, listen, I, I, I felt Nelson done okay today um, and deserved his chance. And uh, I, as I say, I think he's he's another one which he looks. A, do you know what? He's had a long time out, but he's he looks a little bit sharper than than Smith Rowe. So mm. I would I would go with um, with, with Nelson. Um, it is a worry now that we've we're we're, we're lacking. Uh, you know, on the bench today, you know, who comes on to change it as far as goals are concerned? There isn't. We haven't got that at this moment in time. Yeah. So you know, we need these guys back. You know, we need Eddie. You know, these are the games when you need. I'm not being horrible to Eddie, and when I say this is where you need Eddie because you've got three games a week now, uh, and and you know you need to be taking a bit of a load off of certain players. Martinelli today, um, I'm getting to that stage where he's going down every couple of minutes. Got went down a couple of times, like, and there was one time, and I don't mean this horribly on Vieira. Vieira was down, and I've gone, I hope that's not Martinelli. You know what I mean? Like, and it wasn't, you know. And you think, oh well, no, I'm glad it's Vieira, but I wasn't glad it was Vieira. Really, I just didn't want it to be Martinelli because he's, what happens if he goes down now? We're yeah. in real trouble. Mm. So we need to get some of these guys back, you know, and. Um, so that that is a big worry for me, but yeah, that front three done okay today. I, I think that it's it, it's got to be got to be in there. And as you say, like you know, what why when you when you think about it, if you've played Saka all this game over here, why would you go and not play a strong team next Thursday? You know what I mean? So uh, and this is a really tough game. So I'll go with that front three. I think that Martinelli, Saka, and uh, Nelson will just be enough to get us through over over Fulham, I'll be honest. But th- th- this for me is also Turkish, where it becomes about mentality again. This is where Arteta is going to earn his money because, yes, we've got some key players up front missing, 100%, but we've just got to get on with it. we just got to power through. This time next month, we could have Jesus, Nketia and Trossard all back and hopefully Smith-Throw up to scratch. We've and just got to And, and Odegaard. We've just got to tough it out for the next couple of games. The guys, I don't want to hear any excuses. I keep thinking to the end of May and City have won the title and we're just, oh yeah, but we had these players. I I don't want to hear that nonsense. The time is now. He's got to get the team focused. Step up. Listen, guys, I don't want to hear any whinging. I know you might be a bit leggy from from Thursday. Just go and win. 
just that sounds yeah, easier I, said than done. I, I know what I'm saying is very simple and very, very basic, but we're in a title challenge here. We cannot blow this. We can't blow this. I don't want to hear any excuses in three, four weeks' time. Fine, this is a hard period. We've worked too hard to get to this period. Grind it out, and then you know, the other side will be fun, fun times. But I just, he's got to really get the team focused now on not what we haven't got, but what we have got. And the, and the focus is we beat Fulham. Lads, find a way to beat Fulham. I think they are getting on with it. I actually think the, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I think the response to Bournemouth, yeah. I know we've talked a lot about the defending being poor, but when you're talking about character, I think obviously the response against Bournemouth, brilliant. Um, I thought the response to conceding both goals against Sporting were really good. I actually thought when we considered the equaliser, yeah, they had some chances, but I thought we, there was a sharpness I liked. You could see Arsenal trying to wake up and bounce back from it. And then really when they went 2-1 up, yeah, lucky goal. But really we, we then ended Literally, from I know they had other opportunities, I know, but I thought we were largely pretty good uh, in our response to going 2 1 down and we found a goal back. So I'm not really worried about them getting on with it. But what I don't want to see is players looking leggy against Fulham. Like it will be, you know, and it's hard. What the hell do I know? Was I can't go for a 20 minute run without being exhausted and then going ordering some chicken wings to make myself feel better. But, you know, it, I don't want to see the players looking exhausted and I'm going. Guys, it's the beginning of March. Like, it's a long way to go here. You've only, yeah. you know, you've only been to the lovely Lisbon at, and then Craven Cottage. I, I mean, we need to see Arsenal. Yeah, that's, that, that's that's a little bit harsh, I think, James. What? If this was a month ago, I'd agree. But this is the point of the season now, where if you've played this part most of the season, you've been to a World Cup, and now you've been in European games. This is the part where I think players do start to get leggy. And this is the difference between us and City. I talk about squads. City, even if they had a game this week, they can put out a complete new front three, a complete team, and the quality doesn't dip. We haven't got that luxury. So I'm, not, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm saying in one breath, even if you are leggy, I don't care. <laughs> Just get on with it, yeah? Okay, I think through. that's more what I mean. Like, be yeah, tired, yeah. don't show it. <laughs> Like okay, okay. Like, okay, like yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm a massive lead. You know, we, we like our tennis. I'm a massive Andy Murray fan, right? But he does this thing almost every match. I watch him where he sort of drags his heels around the court, and he's just, a, and I get he's had injury problems, and then he comes through and wins. I'm like, you, and like I kind of, I, just, I don't want Arsenal to show any just yeah, show no weaknesses. A little bit, just I, I don't know. Turkish, where are you on this whole? looking leggy, tired, amount of games we're playing. Because I'm normally one to sympathise a lot on these things. But even I, like, I don't see where this massive stacking up of games has come that means we should be going into this week looking exhausted. I, I agree with you. I mean, I always say generally about football. And I look back at, you know, 90s, early 2000s, and I know there's... You know, the work rates moved on and, and modern day football requires every player to run. But I just think of it as, you know, the players back in the day used to play 50 games. Strongest team in the league, strongest team in the Champions League, strongest team pretty much in the FA Cup too, more often than not. And with all of this new, you know, nutrition, with all of the new physio stuff, with all of this extra technology they have, I don't know how... Information intake a, as well. Yeah, there's a bit more protection applied to it all I'm, I'm like jordan as well i'm just like just get just just work just do your job you know um you're paid nicely you go and play football 
Um, you're lucky to be in this position. And listen, someone said to a comment I made last episode, the players are not robots. I know this. I know they're not robots. But at the end of the day, they've done so well to get here where the end is in sight and the end mm. is the Premier League trophy. Mm-hmm. That surely... you got to suffer a little bit. Line. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, you got to pull it you're out. Right. My opinion. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Let me bring up the prediction table anyway, because a certain someone predicted 2-2. Everyone else predicted an Arsenal win. Oh, my God. I'm and, he's, and he's still five points behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when well I did off. that, I had to double check I did it right. But yeah, he was he was quite. Uh, how far were you pulled up? Before, I can't believe he's not added my points yet. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, right. I don't apologize, and I think James might. Well, I don't think James will want to apologize. But you did you did go one one, and we kind of talked you out of yeah for a draw. Mind games worked. My own fault. I watched oh, it back. Yeah. I, I, I did fancy a draw for this game. I actually went 1-1. Mm. Bottled, uh, bottled it, You bottled it, it. James said, how dare you, like, you know what I mean? And he made me change it to 2-1 and then went 2-2 himself. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> we, we got in your head. You're pathetically. Yeah, you, you, bo- yeah. you bottled it. We bottled got it. in your head. You, I mean, I can't believe you didn't see through it. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not annoyed at you, James. I'm annoyed at myself. You know what I mean? It was uh, <laughs> very, very disappointing. But listen, I've got to say this while we're talking about this. Um, I don't know if you remember, remember a couple of weeks ago, we sort of said, "Oh, we've got to have a, like the wooden spoon for who comes last." Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Now, unbelievably, gone to the game today. Like, you know, and a guy called Cameron has come up to me with his with his girlfriend today, and he's made us. Two spoons, <laughs> handmade. Look at that, like you know. I mean, let's put them over in there, like you know. Imagine now, this that. one actually is too good to go to uh, to I someone mean, like a very James. Nice spoon, come bottom. It's very, very nice, you know, handmade. So he actually then went and made another like, little cheap old one like that. Like, you know I mean? <laughs> Why are you calling his work cheap? No, no, no. It, it was his words. He said, like he said, he was so proud of this one. He felt really he was too rudely. good to go to it's you, James. So he said he'd do this one quickly. <laughs> And it, and even though it's, it's it's still a good job, but anyway, I found a little stirrer in in, in the hotel, so we can have this one as well. Like, <laughs> you can have that one, and you can have that. Maybe like this one goes to the winner. So either myself, Turkish, or Jordan. There you go. There you go. There you Lee, go. I I'd, I'd be sweating if I were you in third place. I'm I'm on my way. <laughs> I've got no, I've got no, no panic about it. I've got more chance of growing here than coming out. I'm just saying that, yeah. Okay. But that's not. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be worried about no, it. Thank you, Cameron, man. We really yeah, appreciate it. Someone watched the episode and decided to make us a couple of spoons for that, like. You know no, that's I mean? brilliant. That's brilliant. It shows you what what we're doing with this um, podcast. Was it an Arsenal, so, was it an Arsenal fan that travelled over or Portuguese? No, he lives in Portugal, but he's like an Arsenal fan, like you know. What I mean, oh, yeah. so and and uh, he, he see the episode and he, he said, oh, "I'm going to make him a, a a couple of spoon, like a couple of spoons uh, for you, James." You know what I mean? So you should feel more honoured. Because... James, you spoon, <laughs> spoon, spoony James. What what you know? What what a marvellous thing to do! And I can That's tell you, like, you know, amazing. Thank you. They are fantastic spoons as well. Like you know, he's done a very very good job, handcrafted. Not not you know. Not just gone out and bought and made them himself, like you know. I, I don't know when I said that in that episode. It wasn't that long ago, so um, obviously, nah. like knowing we was we was over here as well, and 
in Portugal, he, he decided to do that. So yeah. um, what a marvelous thing to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, Cameron. I want to win the league even more now. I can't lie, that red spoon does look like it. Yeah, we, we, what we do is we sign them as well, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, nah, don't you know. devalue the fucking thing. Just give me the spoon. <laughs> why, why do we sign them? <laughs> Turkish at home, eating with a spoon, going, just on a little, little block and, like, you know, as a trophy thing. I think it's really nice, you know what I mean? So, all right, sod it. We won't sign it. That's the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Turkish will show his friends and family. Look at this. See that one? That's the Roy signature. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to be like, you want to be the fourth on the bottom, like I was sort of like you know, like we could do it. one, two, three, four, like. Yeah, we can't point. see. There you go. Well done. No, no, I'm on a, I'm on Cecil's camera here, like in that way. So. I want to see like I've got. Uh, I don't know if you heard that snoring a little while ago because that was. Uh, <laughs> That's that's Julian gone asleep like that. Julian there right now. How many of you in that room? How many of you there? There's there's four of us in the room, like no. We're not we're not AFTV budgets room. there, yeah. No, no, we we've got a room downstairs. Uh oh, Cecil and uh um Brennan that somehow wangled an upgrade. Can you believe that they got an upgrade like <laughs> so it's actually a nice it's nice room like you know, so uh our one's not so you know, not so spacey. But Where uh, are they? yeah. Are they around now? Yeah, I don't know if you can see them. Um, there they are. <laughs> as soon as you mention camera, uh, Julian wakes up. Look, like, I'll say what. Like, I'm not. Julian loves coming on these um, these trips, up like, because he gets involved with the camera stuff. I've never seen a man. I hope there's, that there's no cost to the match. He watches himself more than, than, than a bloke does in the mirror shaving. It's incredible, like you know what I mean. I'll tell you what, Julian looked absolutely finished as you, as you spun the camera around. I just saw him in bed. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. Do you know, talk about make yourself at home, you know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised you ain't <laughs> at some biscuits, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so, uh, don't We're meant to be going out now, but I, I don't see, I don't see, like, uh, we can do it, like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. right. Speaking of bed, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of bed. But oh, what about, like, what about comments? I've got my comment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let, let me tell the audio listeners what the table's looking like at the moment while you get your comments up. 35 games played, 35 predictions made. I'm on 32. Jordan's on 31. Lee's on 30. So no movement there. And James got all three points this week with the 2 2 draw. He's on 25 points, people. 25 points. And the round of applause is coming from James. It ain't going to come from anybody else, is it? Everybody else. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I've, I, I, I was due this. My expected predicted scores has actually been really good recently. Yeah. I've just been a bit unlucky. So delighted with that. Well, no, because we drew and I'd rather we won. But otherwise, I'm delighted with that. Yeah, you're moving like Jordan. 
We're all delighted. Wow. No, hold on. Jordan <laughs> came in on the back of like a defeat. I was like, come on, people. Yeah, I know. He did, yeah. Shameless. Put it in the chat as well. Shameless. Shameless. <laughs> Everyone got their comments ready? Yes, I got my comments ready. No, yeah. so I'll go last. Carry on. So I'll go um, first then as I'm the one that's organised? I've got mine. Go on, go on. Right. I've put on a just a mate. This is from the British Bushman. Just imagine how far this podcast could go if they all liked each other. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. It's bang on, to be fair. You got one for us, Jordan, or seven as usual? No, just the one. But before I kind of say it, I got a bit of a kick in the comments this week. People were not having my my um, comments about the team lineup for the Europa League game. And I don't listen. We're trying to be nice here. So I won't say what I want to say. But there were some people that really didn't understand my point about character versus weapons. And I'm not going to say what I'm going to call what I, what I really call them because I'm being nice. But there was a lot of people in you the comments. But the one. Uh, I have, I have. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the one comment I've got is from Boochman. Um, who just simply put Wang in the custard best best pod <laughs> like that's what I mean. Wang in the custard best pod <laughs> over, five, over 500 comments as well there's lots of comments today yeah it was, it was a big show man big show and everyone got to a thousand likes nice and early I did check that so let's have the same again this time around while James gets his one ready I've actually got a reply to a comment as my comment of the day so I'll say the original comment first, which is not my comment today. Then I'll read the, the reply. Ruin said the best feeling of the season so far, and the most negative episode. And he's got the rolling eye emoji. But this is the comment of the day for me. And and James, you know I love you. But Dave Jordan, he replied to that comment and he said, you know, obviously James, just to put some context behind. Remember we spoke about recently how after a couple games you started full time show talking yeah. about yeah how the bumps in the road on the way. Dave said, James is only happy when we create 0.65 XG against Leicester. Nearly spunked himself to death over that game, but he was moaning after Everton. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> he nearly spunked himself to death over that game. <laughs> what a sophisticated comment. Classy, classy. Classy comment. Yeah. What about that, James? I was um, look. I've just been scrolling through the comments quite quickly, actually, and uh, I've 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 dropped the ball. I didn't find one before, and but as you, as you can see, PP takes it very seriously. Yeah, well, disrespectful. I, I, I was too focused on the prediction league, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I don't know what kind of excuse that is, but um, I was just having yeah you know, on that negative thing, and I was just having, and there were a lot of comments talking about the negativity about that, and yeah. I think. I think what look everyone wants different things from content and I get that but the uh, raw emotion reaction post Bournemouth when we had that supremely uh, you know uh, elated feeling I think reflected how everyone was feeling the the Reese Nelson moment full time was just a bag of laughs and a load of fun and the fan cams were great this podcast is I, I don't know what it is for you three, but for me, it is a real reflective look at everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we when we lose to Man United three <laughs> one, but we go through the positives on how well we played, and when we win, even in the most dramatic of manners, 
I guess it's different if you've won the league. I don't think we need to do a post-mortem on the game before. <laughs> but when we are actually chasing a Premier League title and we will have very high, high standards for the team and we know to a degree what it's going to take to win the league in terms of standards, we've seen City do it the last four or five years. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about the things that didn't go right. And then what annoys me is when we highlight it, people say, oh, you're all negative. But then the same errors creep up in the game after. And we saw that Everton to Bournemouth to this one. So I understand it's not for everyone, but, you know, I, th- there is a reason why we're not just we're not just going, let's be negative for the sake of being negative. I think everything we said is proving to be spot on. And I, I know that sounds very arrogant of me, but I, I, I don't think anything that we've been critical about hasn't only proven itself game after game very recently. That's all I'd say. Um, by the way, we didn't give our predictions for the Fulham game. We, we, we're going to give them. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you're Jordan, you're tired, <laughs> isn't it? You're rushing us. You're tired. What time no, no, no. I thought we've we gone from the, the last week's predictions oh, to comments. He's up at five. So. But that's because Lee jumped in with the comments at the table. Oh, okay. Right, oh, we'll, sorry, move, sorry, we'll move sorry, on to that. Sorry, sorry, but but sorry. I, I agree with you, James. I mean, <clears throat> I agree God, too. God, God forbid you, you, you raise one of the talking points that are not positive and, and the whole negative stuff comes into effect. People need to stop being sensitive. You know, at the end of the day, it's an hour long podcast. You know, we're going to talk about everything. And more often than not this season, our performances have been perfect and, and it has been the perfect three points. But when there is something to talk about that might concern us, no one's going to hold their tongue. L- back. L- listen, if you want to see deluded, you're like, you know, sycophantic everything is amazing we're brilliant type content you can go to Ty or Julian for that sort of stuff that stuff's out there no problem at all (laughs) that's all right but this podcast is a bit more considered a bit more analytical and we dealt we delve deep into into all the games as James says we beat we lost to United that's one of the most positive podcasts we've done this season yeah (laughs) do you know what I mean so we do it both ways anyway love it misfits When we lost to Everton, we didn't go overboard either. And, you know, there there is a lot of content out there that is massively praising Arsenal. I've got no issue with that. But I think also it can be easy for everyone to just in the moment get super carried away. And, and we're trying not to. That's all. Yeah. Let's get into it. Prediction time. I'm still top of the table, so I kick it off. <clears throat> <sighs> Free one Arsenal. Um, 2-1 Arsenal. No! Oh, he changed it. 2-1 Arsenal. I just realised we don't have a striker. But yeah, 2-1 Arsenal. I think I'm going to... Am I going to stick with that? 2-1, 3-1, 2-1, 3-1. Have have, have another 10 guesses if you want. Got all night. Didn't you change yours from 1-1 to 2-1 last week? True, 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 true. Yeah, true. Uh, I thought so. Um, You'll regret it now. You'll regret it now because you'll end up 3-1. You'll regret it. There's, there's, there's goals coming from all over. Right. So. Oh, oh, oh. That's my advice. Don't ever change. Yeah. Go with your initial gut feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick to three one. It's, it's you know three points is all that matters. I predict three one a lot. I'm going to put about five points. Three one. Um, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Um, I've, I've forgotten the guy's name. The big. He, he, he does fan cams. He does watch alongs. Um, he, he, you work with him in Turkish in the studio. Oh, what's his name? Big, he's huge. I met him Lee? last week. Lee? Lee, Guna Lee. He made a point about, I, I think he said every game between now and the season, City play before us. I oh, think. No, no, no. Before the international break. Okay, yeah. okay, before the break. 
that for me is relevant. Um, I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be a draw. I'm, I am concerned. Um, I can't decide between nil nil and one one. Um, I'm going to go one one. No one one. Three one one one. Lee. I'm going to go two nil. Two nil. Clean sheet. I'm going. Clean sheet. I'm going one nil to the full. No, um, <laughs> one nil for Arsenal. One nil Arsenal. Come on. Tell me, Gunners. Clean sheet. Arsenal wins and a draw there from Jordan. All right, cool. Ramsdale masterclass. I'm hoping. You know what? I'm worried now because every time I think all Jordan's correct predictions have been one-one. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I lying? I've, I think no. all but one. All but one. I think. Did you say one nil Everton? Did you? Did you say one nil Everton? No. 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 When you went on that mad run of results, what were they? Well, you say mad run, it was two. <laughs> so to me, well, that's a mad run. That was when I was away for a little while, so I think it must have been... Stop hating on me. You shut up, Lee. It was Newcastle and Brentford. The other, Brentford. And then Leicester the other day, 1-0. That's right, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yep, it's 1-1. <clears throat> ah, cool, there we have it. 3-1, 1-1, 2-0 and 1-0, people. Let us know your predictions in the comments below, as always. Let us know your thoughts on the on the podcast in general, the thoughts on sporting, lineups for Fulham. Pretty much picks itself if, if, if we're missing the players that we were missing against um, sporting. But let us know your thoughts, comments and, and all of that, as usual, anyway. Big up Jordan, big up Lee and big up James, as always. Lee, Hopefully you can go enjoy a night out now. It's still only 20 past midnight. Yeah, know. wake up Julian. Go on. Yeah, Julian's he's still asleep. He's gone back to sleep again, like, you know. <laughs> wow. We're leaving here. London's finest. London's finest. Catch you all wow. on camera. Release the hangover four. <laughs> <laughs> or the four ever Arsenal. Well, he hasn't brought around since he's been here yet. He's done well, like, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> He's done well. Uh, listen, we're going to go out. We're going to leave it now, people. Um, we've gone over the hour again, so make sure you hit the like button. Get to a 1,000 likes, as always. Love for the love, as always. And we'll be back after Fulham, before Sporting. Probably probably a Monday show next. But make sure you subscribe, notification bell on, and you'll know exactly when it is. We're out, people. Sports Social Podcast Network.